what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're going to talk today about being fully loved. I initially thought fully loaded, which they could be synonymous, but we're talking about being fully loved. And this was a message that felt very timely and relevant. It's one that I actually personally know that I struggled with when it came to my relationship with God. And I just kept journaling about it today. So I feel like it's it's got to be released So to get into it, though, I wanted to give you the verse in the word of God that this is rooted in. And then I want to give you some different perspective, some revelation that I've received on this to then help you evaluate your relationship with God and really consider what that means to you and and what you believe you want that to look like and how that can be for you and how that can add value to your life. Okay. So this is coming from Matthew 22, 36 to 40. And it says this teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Okay, so that first part, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, which is your mind, your will, your emotions, and with all your mind. That right there, when I read this verse, when I was really about coming to know God and and starting to explore what does relationship even look like, is that possible for me? I'll be honest, I didn't really know, right? But when I read this verse, what I was gathering was, well, all my heart hasn't been devoted to God, (laughs) right? And then I also look, well, soul, I wanted to dive into that word to know more what soul means because soul, as it's described in the world, can mean many different things. So soul being my mind, what I'm focusing on, what I'm thinking about, what I'm meditating on, what I'm visualizing, what I'm using my imagination for, that's all my brain, right? (laughs) That's all my mind. And what have I been focusing on? What have I been exposing my mind to? What have I been reading? What have I been watching? What have I been listening to, right? Is it, is it any of it godly? Is any of it leading me to God, right? And then my emotions and my will, what, what am I, what am I, what is motivating me? What is driving me? What are my intentions? What am I asserting myself to do? What am I running after? That was actually very revealing to me when I read that. Now, my my path to God was a little bit different because I really wanted discernment. 
<laughs> and I, I believe that I had great discernment, but if there's any area that I wanted to grow in deeper, it was discernment. I wanted to be able to test the spirits <laughs> behind things to know what I was dealing with before I went down that path, right? I really wanted to be able to feel confident in how I navigated life. I didn't want to lean on my own understanding because I knew that that would be limited and I didn't want to be blindsided. So that was what I was hungry for. And I was really desiring to have healthy and loving relationships in my life. Relationships that, that really communicated and expressed love, right? I had seen conditional love and a lot of it. I had seen dysfunctional love <laughs> and toxic love. I had seen a lot of that, but I hadn't really seen this unconditional love and I didn't know if it was possible. And so I just had this question, well, if I don't know what real love looks like, so to speak, right? Then how am I going to be able to give it, right? And then how am I going to be able to receive it, right? And who knows the answer to that? Well, to me, the creator of love, right, is the one that knows the answer. So I've got to get to know him before I can get to know love and then be able to love my neighbor as I love myself. So my, my journey to God was really about a desire to have a greater capacity to love, but really to know myself, right? To know thyself. I really wanted to get to know myself in order to be able to master myself. And out of all of the personal development, out of all of the self-help and the self-discovery and the assessments and all the things, right? I I realized that I was still at a deficit. Like there, there was no end to the knowledge that I could gain. So it's probably deeper than that. Like that's, that's not transforming me from the inside out necessarily. Like I can read a book and I can integrate those practices into my life, but I need more than that to actually transform, right? So what is that going to be? And the only answer I could come up with was through relationship with God. So I was desperate to seek after God and to really dive into that relationship, to learn about myself, to then be able to express myself better, to communicate myself better, to love better out of the overflow of being able to know God, receive that love, and then be able to express and give that love. So fully loved, we're going to dive into some of the downloads that I receive. So I'm just going to riff for a little bit today. So you don't have to necessarily take notes. You can agree to disagree, but I really do hope that this encourages your spirit and that this will inspire you to really dive into deeper intimacy with God beyond feeling like it has to be religion because I am not about that at all, <laughs> at all. I'm not about necessarily rule following and, and you know, having to, to tell people how they're supposed to show up. That is not what this is at all. This is about encouraging you and letting you know that you're not alone and that you don't have to lean on your own understanding and that you don't have to white knuckle your way through life and force and manipulate and control and try to figure out everything out. This is not what that is. So this is going to be something that's really different. So I just encourage you to open your mind and your heart and be willing to receive some different perspectives that can really nurture and, and really enhance your relationship with God. So here is what I believe. I believe that what is most important to your existence is that you know you're fully loved. I'm going to say that again. What is most important to your existence is that you know that you're fully loved. That, that honestly, if we don't know that, that is what we're going to chase after and run after and pursue. And that 
often leads to the impressions of love, right? And and the fake love and the dysfunctional patterns and things that, that we're familiar with, but it's not God's love, right? When we're fully loved, so another way to say this is, as you know that you're fully loved, you'll understand love more and more. So what's most important to your existence is that you know that you're fully loved. As you know that you're fully loved, you'll understand love more and more. Okay, so I would start or encourage you to start if you're new to a relationship with God with a question, am I fully loved by God? Am I fully loved by God? I would just explore that. Just explore that and you can start reading God's word and you can study what it says about love, right? When we read the word of God, it becomes active and alive to us and different scriptures can jump out and be highlighted to us and really speak and resonate with our spirit and our heart. So that would be a place that you could possibly start. But what I wanted to highlight in saying that is that relationship with God, and this was so life-giving to me. Relationship with God is not dependent on how much we love God, but on how much he loves us. Okay, so breaking that down further, because again, if like you really don't have a connection with God, which I can relate to, then you're like, that sounds great, but I don't I don't feel that. And given everything that's going on in my life, how could that be true? I hear you. (laughs) So just track with me for a minute. But really and truly, Jesus represents that God did what was necessary to get to you. I hope you hear that. Jesus represents that God did what was necessary to get to you. Jesus is God getting to us, right? Not waiting on us to get to him or depending on us to love him or figure out how to, but Jesus and, and his death on the cross and his resurrection, right? And putting shame to death, right? That's the ultimate expression of God's love. It was a sacrifice. So the ultimate expression of God's love was a sacrifice. He literally came into the earth as flesh to, to be able to relate to the human experience and gave up his son as the ultimate sacrifice to get to us to have relationship with us, to have that connection restored. So that is saying that our relationship with God is not dependent on how much we love God, but it's on how much he loves us. So I would just explore, right? Okay, so God loves me, right? I I can, I'm willing to explore that. I'm willing to believe that. I'm willing to try that on. (laughs) I'm willing to explore that that God loves me and that he does everything that's necessary to get to me and that he always has my best interest at heart and wants the best for me. I'm willing to explore that. Whether or not I saw that represented in my life at all up to this point, I'm willing to believe that my relationship with God is not dependent on my love tank, but it's dependent on his overflow and how much he actually loves me and how he does everything necessary to get to me. Powerful. Powerful. Okay. So really what happens is when we start to believe this to the point where we know this, right? We know love more profoundly. Okay. And when we know love more profoundly, 
it's it's not from when somebody loves us. We like that and that makes us feel good and that can do something for our self-esteem and our confidence, right? But we love, we know love more profoundly, not when someone loves us, but when we love that person, okay? When we love someone unconditionally, it actually makes us look more like God. Whew. So I really, <laughs> there's something on that. Okay, so I really wanted to break this piece down. I, I know in my own life, the things that I didn't think that I could love about myself through relationship with God, I was able to be transformed and, and to feel shame and guilt and condemnation break off my life. I, I had freedom to share testimonies and stories where I didn't live in that shame anymore. I didn't live in that uh, place of unworthiness or victimization or, or being unlovable. Like that, that was broken off of my life the more I pursued knowing God. That was my intention. My intention wasn't to read the Bible back to front and make sure that I checked it off my my list for the day, I really needed to hear from God. I really needed to know that God was real. <laughs> I really needed to know that I could experience God and have a personal relationship with God and encounter him every day. I really, really needed to know that. And so as I started to, to know God and started to experience his love in my life, it started to change me right? I started to see how he viewed me. I started to see how he viewed the situations in my life. And I was often wrong. <laughs> and from that, it, it was so emotional for me. And to this day, it is that, that God can love the ugly in us, that he can love us unconditionally in the way that we bully ourselves and beat ourselves up and do that to other people, right? God doesn't show up that way at all. And so that's really emotional that, that somebody can hold space for you like that, that somebody can love you and see you as untarnished no matter what you do, right? Or no matter what you say. And that kind of unconditional love is freeing, right? It leads to freedom in your life. It leads to greater self-expression. It leads to greater self-esteem. It leads to, to greater confidence in, in what you're here to do, right? And in who God is, really. So... With that, I, as I started to change and really love myself, I developed an even, even deeper intimacy for other people. I was really able to relate with pain, with, you know, insecurity, with different things that, that people were going through and really challenge myself to see situations the way God did. But we don't really know that until we experience that, until we're being tested and tried. And so... There, there's someone in my life that there were so many things that were outside of my grid of what was good, perfect, acceptable, and I only grew to love this person more and more in a shocking way. Like it was, you know, if it were up to me, <laughs> oh my goodness, there's so many reasons that I would have, you know, cut off this relationship, figured out the block ministry that so many cater to on social media, and, you know, really let my ego win and pride win and say, no one will ever do that to me again, or I'll never be caught off guard like that again, or this person, blah, 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 right? Like, I could have easily gone down that path, but I only found myself being strengthened in God and given tools and capacity to love 
harder and to keep my love on. And it started to blow my mind. And my relationship with this person is the strongest it's ever been today because of trusting God in that, which blows my mind. And I can see how that actually made me more like God. I'm not saying perfect here. I hope that you hear me. But I'm saying things where I would have been mean or insensitive or tried to self-protect and all of that love took over because I chose to invite God into it and allow him to lead me and guide me. And it's completely against what man would do or what other people would have counseled me to do. And so it was a very fine line to walk, but I'm so grateful because how else will we know God's love other than growing in unconditional love? I mean, it's a very strong question. How else would we know that? And if our objective is to grow in our image and likeness of Christ, right? How are we going to do that without practice? And so what I wanted to practice getting really good at was keeping my love on. And God gave me the perfect person to, to really love. And I'm forever grateful for that because it's continued to challenge what I believe about love, how I show up for myself, how I show up for other people, and how I steward love in my world. So a little a little thought to think about. Has God given you, as you know and you pursue God, has God given you greater revelation about love and strength to love what you would have thought is unlovable, what you would have thought is, you know, completely non-negotiable, right? Or a deal breaker. Has God given you this capacity to love unconditionally? I just challenge you to think about that because that's powerful and that's supernatural. (laughs) All right. So now I want to shift into reading God's word because you know, in, in early on in my journey too, I was like, well, how, how does relationship happen? What is this? What does this look like? Right. But I also didn't have a Bible in that particular season and I wasn't reading the word of God. You know, I was doing good things, but was were they leading me closer to God? Was I really investing in knowing God? I would say no. <laughs> Nobody had to tell me that. Like, I know what's up. So reading God's word, I used to think was complicated because that's what people would say, right? Or that nothing's going to happen when I read it or it's boring or whatever you might hear, right? But I'm like, okay, great. Those are all excuses. Do you want to know God or not? Because if you want to know God, you want to know what's important to him. It's like reading somebody's journal almost. Like if somebody wrote you a love letter, wouldn't you want to read it? I'm just saying. Wouldn't you want to know what they think? Wouldn't you want to know what's in their heart? Wouldn't you want to know what pearls of wisdom (laughs) and nuggets and guidance they have for you? I would say yes. So I, I then... Being willing to to think through, okay, I'm fully loved by God. I'm willing to believe that. So if I'm willing to believe that, then I'm willing to get to know who this person that fully loves me is, right? Who, who this person is that would do whatever's necessary to get to me? Who is this person, right? Like, I'm going to, I'm curious now. I'm going to start reading about who this person is. So reading God's word isn't necessarily to know more about God in the beginning, right? But to know more about ourselves. God really isn't supposed to be studied, okay? But but known. So we don't, for example, we don't study a partner, a spouse, you know, a friend. We love them and we come to 
learn about them and we come to know them, okay? So we don't need to just gain more and more info, but we're about developing deeper intimacy and connection. And intimacy is being able to see into, right? Into me see, to be able to see into somebody, to get to know them, right? And when you do that from a place of curiosity and genuine interest, you always win. So I would really encourage you to pursue your relationship with God from that same vein, okay? So as we go after God from a place of desiring deeper intimacy and encounters and impact from just, you know, a touch of God, a word from God, you know, a revelation from God, a connection with God, that is what really starts to change us because if we go after God, just be like we go after school, like we have to study to get good grades, then we feel like we're obligated, like we should or we have to do this thing. And usually that's when rebellion kicks in. Anything that we quote unquote should or have to do, we don't want to do, right? <laughs> we want to do what we want. We want to exercise our autonomy. So if you actually check your desires and you do want deeper intimacy with God, you do desire to know him and encounter him and experience the impact of that, go for that. Let that be your pursuit rather than just to study the word. And when you're in a place where you can go deeper and study the word, still keep that as your intention, okay? If what the word says, think about this. If what the word says about humanity is accurate, so if you just read it to get to know yourself better, then you can also have a greater trust in what the word says about God. So if you can read it and you're like, oh yeah, humanity is totally like that, or I totally see that in our nature and in our character, then that can help you trust who God says he is as well. If it's his word, that will help you grow in your relationship and your ability to trust what he says is true. Okay? Now, I want to say this about confidence. Confidence is with faith. So a lot of times, you know, you'll hear things where people will say, fake it till you make it or act as if. Okay? Cool. Great. Like it. But a lot of times our vibe is not confident. <laughs> it's really insecure masking itself as something that it's not, right? So I want to be rich, let's say. So I'm going to dress like it. I'm going to have other people perceive my image like I am, but I'm not going to actually learn how to steward my finances well or how to really account for my spending, and, and really get a vision for what God wants me to do with the resources he gives to me, okay? It, it isn't always putting a budget around things. Sometimes faith means that, that God is <laughs> always having you in a position where you're going to need more to make it happen. And so that's where you use your faith, right? So think about that, though. Are you confident because you're forcing yourself to be are you walking by faith and that's giving you confidence it's different right so by faith I'm gonna do these things so I would really say faith it <laughs> because it's inevitable right when when you have faith like there's a knowing right I'm secure I'm confident I have a confident expectation of good that's gonna happen here right and because I do this is why I can show up and be secure I don't need to be desperate. I don't need to be insecure. I don't need to be chasing anything down. I don't need to prove anything because I know what's up, right? So confidence means with faith, okay? 
So essentially a different way to reverse engineer this is we can project into the future best or worst case scenarios. It's really up to you in which you want to partner with. When we partner with God, it's projecting the best, okay? So we're able to do this well the more we understand our value and the more we understand our contribution, okay? Because if something matters, it needs to be resourced. So God knows that, right? So as we grow to understand our value and our contribution, we'll start really also seeing a shift in the flow of resources. That's very common, okay? Now, as I develop this message here and we come to a close, it's really important to know that you're fully loved so that you can live life with the full potential that God created you for, right? That you're not going to just settle, that you're not going to not take a risk that you're not going to run after the desire that God put in your heart, right? Because you're afraid that if you do, you know, you're just going to be average or you're just going to be mediocre. You might fail. Well, you're going to (laughs) fail, right? You're going to fail probably a lot until you really step into that thing. But that, that, that's part of it, right? A lot of times failure is just something not playing out the way we thought it would. And we, we interpret that as failure, but not always, right? So you cannot live the life that God created you to live without passion. And every time you decide to talk yourself out of something or you give up too quickly, you're diluting your passion. Yeah. And you really cannot live without the passion. So think about it. Desires are really our compass to the life that God created us to live. He actually says, as we seek the kingdom first, he'll give us the desires of our heart. We just have to have our priorities straight so that our desires don't have us. He's not saying that you can't have them or I don't care about them. They're actually our compass. But we keep our priorities straight so that when we get to the desire, we're ready for it. So think about that. God is actually trying to move us toward the most passionate life as possible. That's really, really crazy to think, right? So if you want to know what God is passionate about, look at what he was willing to sacrifice for. He was so passionate that we would have life to the full, right? That he died for us. So that, that is a question that I want to encourage you to journal out. Are you living your life to the full, the life that God literally died for you to have? Are you living that fully? And you can really only know what you're passionate about by what you're willing to sacrifice for. So think about that as well. What are you willing to sacrifice for in your own life? Think about that. So here's what I'll say as we close. (laughs) A great place to start if you don't know that God fully loves you is to believe God is for you and that he can outrun you. (laughs) This is what I had to believe. This is something where, you know, if you're smart, if you're great at, at using your imagination, if you're visionary, if you're able to come up with strategies, you can really muscle your way through life and figure out a lot and do well for yourself, okay? But there's a point where you you hit a breaking point and you get exhausted and you just can't take it and you don't want to limp through life anymore. 
but you can believe God is for you and that he can outrun you. (laughs) And insanity really is, I know people say, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Hear that. But I would like to say that it's searching for love and running from God. That is insanity, where we search for love and we run for God. Because you end up not finding love and you end up getting further from God. So insanity is searching for love and running from God. So if you really want to flip your script or shift your narrative or whatever trendy saying is out there, stop running, stop the search, seek the source and allow and just trust in the beginning that his love will flow to you when you pursue him. Okay, so this takes I don't want to minimize this. This takes incredible courage to choose freedom to choose that you can live in the light and not be trapped by anything that's happened in your past or even by crippling fear of the future, right? God really, when we're in relationship with him, sets us free to be who we're created to be. And it's all about trust. And that's how we can love other people well, because we can trust that God will help us too. It's not about, can I trust this person necessarily, but can I trust God? Can I trust that God is going to guide me no matter what? He's going to lead me no matter what. So what I'll say as I close here is that you get to decide who can be trusted. Can you trust God? Can you trust yourself? Can you trust somebody else? Who's going to be the main source of that trust? We're not capable. This is the truth. We're not capable of being ourselves and loving ourselves unconditionally. That's why we need Jesus. Straight up. We're not capable. The, the love that we give ourselves, the inner critic, the bully in our mind is not unconditional. <laughs> and that's often what we project onto other people. But the good news is, is that God will meet you where you are and your life will change if you're willing to cross the line of faith. He'll meet you where you are. And your life will change if you're willing to cross the line of faith. So many questions, doubts, mysteries that we'll just never know. That is what makes life sweet and beautiful, right? And what makes it all better is that God and through our relationship with God, meaning and wholeness and hope come. And that's my hope for everyone is that they will experience meaning and wholeness and hope through knowing their creator and through being able to live from a place of being fully seen, fully heard, fully loved, because that's how you can be truly authentic. That's how you can express the best (laughs) of, of your potential and who God put you on this earth to be. And that's how you can really experience the magic of being in relationship with other people and allowing them to be who they are without trying to fix or change or manipulate or control in any kind of way. So my encouragement to you today is that you explore that relationship with God is not dependent on how much you love him, but on how much he loves you and and how your life might change if you lived knowing that you're fully loved. What would happen? How would your life be different? That's my encouragement to you. And of course, you can go and pursue more words from the word of God, more scripture there on love and get a deeper 
context around what God says love is, which I really encourage you to do that as well. But there's a lot of questions that I brought up in this message that I would just encourage you to think about. It's not necessarily how much you study, going to church on Sunday. It's not so much any of that. It's it's about relationship and, and having somebody who can bring comfort when you're scared or having somebody that can hold those questions that you have or hold the the doubts that you have and not turn you away and hold that space for you to be who you are and to evolve. So I encourage you to process this message, maybe listen through again. And if it blessed you, I also would ask that you subscribe to the podcast. That would mean the world to me. You can also copy the link to the podcast and share it with a friend. And then if you didn't catch the beginning, you can connect with me over at julianapage.com. There's all sorts of books over there. There are courses and also coaching programs and consulting services that I have over there if you want to connect. So be sure to go check that out. And until next time, stay blessed.